Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. What does it really mean, speaking prophetically, about President-elect Donald Trump? Well, immediately at Morningstar Ministries, Rick Joyner of Morningstar Ministries is being interviewed by Dave Yarns about what this really means. As a matter of fact, let's go there now. We are so excited. It is the day after election I've got with me, Rick Joyner. We're here live, Morningstar Ministries. And Rick, I just wanted to get into it. Were you surprised? I mean, what was your thought watching the election results? Well, I was confident. Mm -hmm. You know, even, you know, the faith to move mountains always has a little doubt in it. Yeah. That's what makes it faith. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But uh, the Lord had been so clear about it, and so many of my prophetic friends had all gotten the same word over the last week that the Lord just said, look, I've got this, relax. And uh, Ricky had been, Ricky Skaggs had been texting me yesterday and all the stuff he was getting. He said, God said, he, I've got this. Mm. <laughs> he told us to relax, you know. And uh, Ricky had a whole lot more about it. It was really, a, we need to do a program on that sometime. But he, uh, yeah, it was a God thing. It was a miracle. Even Trump said day before yesterday he needed a miracle. He understood that, but he got one. But it's important that he goes into office knowing it wasn't just him. Right. God put him there. He's got a purpose, and Trump does. You know, he's he's not a big respecter of persons, hmm. especially politicians. He has zero respect almost because he's dealt with them for so long. Yeah. But he has an incredible fear of the Lord. I've seen it. I just wish it was something we had more of in the church in a healthy way. And uh, I think he's really got it mm. that uh, this that God put him there. He didn't just put himself there. He's got to rely on God, depend on God. And just over the last month, he was compelled every day. And friends of mine that were praying, they prayed with him every day. And one of the things he was praying for God to help him to humble himself. Wow. And because he knows God gives us grace to the humble. Mm -hmm. He's really been getting those revelations. So it was a God thing. You know, Rick, one of the yeah. things you've been saying for a long time is the media has been so skewed and the pollsters, you can't believe you got to get your word from God. But I think everybody has been shocked by how wrong the pollsters are. I heard one commentator said the polls weren't worth the paper they were written on. That's something you've been talking about. So you care to comment on that? Yeah. I mean, it's the, we do this every election. I mean, when Bush Sr., you know, the first Bush was running and they had Dukakis ahead by 12 points, I think, with less than a week to go, everybody just thought that thing's over. Bush won handily. And every election we go through this. Now, polls are used for media, generate media interest, get people watching and addicted to the news. You can make a poll, say anything you wanted to. And those WikiLeaks came out with how some of them were with pollsters on those emails, how much they had even changed the results of their polls to make them say what they wanted. They literally changed the numbers wow. at the end. They are so skewed. Mm. And, uh, and I think just the way the media is, Donald Trump's not anywhere close to the person the media projected him as being. It's a very different person. 
but a lot of people they hear it over and over and they believe it and they buy, buy into it. Well, we got to get delivered from all of these delusions. And I, you know, just to speak to that, Rick, you know, so many people have been following you, following the election. I mean, there's an excitement, a euphoria. I heard a commentator this morning say, you know, World War II, 9-11, and the election of Trump are things that are going to stand out in people's minds. Um, what would you have people do now? I mean, the people that are both, that were for uh, Hillary and the people that were really for Trump, what, what's your thought now with America? Well, um, one thing, the people for Trump, especially Christians, we can't relax just because our guy, right. he can't do what we're called right. to do. And our work just begins right now. Now for the people who weren't with him, I would just, I need to say this, I would say this to the Trump supporters as well. An eagle needs a left wing and a right wing to fly. Mm. You know, and the right wing can't say to the left wing, I don't need you. Right. And one of the things that, you know, everybody's said about the incredible division in our country now the division in our country is a good thing hmm. the tension and the pressure that's being illuminated around certain things are bringing them to the head so we can deal with them yeah and we couldn't have this kind of division if we didn't have the freedom of expression hmm. but and people need to be free to express what we do need to throw out is this political correctness so nobody can say what they think or what they really feel We've got to get real with each other again, and then we've got to say it's okay for them to believe something or see something right. very different from what I see, and I can even learn from them if I listen to them. That is so wise, Rick. You know, and so, yeah, we were created to be a country divided so that the issues could receive the challenge that they need and the debate they need for us to come to the conclusions and the answers mm. to them. Well, I, I just lastly, on a practical note, I know this is not a time to rest on our laurels, nor do we idolize things. You know, it is God behind it all. This is a footnote in the annals of history. Nations have come and nations have gone, but God reigns supreme. Practical things that you would say to people that they could be praying for or uh, staying uh, in touch with their senators, congressmen. Practical thoughts, Rick? Yeah. You know, I'd be shocked if there were if we didn't have a immediate recession. Hmm. It's been held off for a long time. They're gonna release what's been restraining some hmm. of the things. If we're gonna come out of it, I think come out with more sustained and more substantial growth than we've ever had. But there are a lot of corrections. You're gonna see corrections in the stock market because the stock market is so disconnected from the real economy of the country. What drives the stock market now is what is good for right. investment, what is good for stocks, stock values, not necessarily growth of companies. Mm -hmm. There's been a real disconnect. They need to get reconnected. And while they're finding that ground, it's going to get kind of rough. Mm -hmm. Don't be discouraged. It happened when Reagan became president, went through mm -hmm. a serious two-year depression. Then we came out of it and had growth and strength and everything like we'd not had in a long, long time, and I think we're going to see a similar thing. Don't be discouraged when these things hit. We will go through it. We will. These have come to pass. They will pass, mm. you know.
Well, isn't that amazing when you're hearing a prophetic perspective of the election of what's taking place, that obviously God is the one that did this, that, you know, he says that every day uh, President-elect Donald Trump, then campaigning for presidency, prayed every day with Christians asking God to humble him. Amen. But I, I see very few Christians who profess to be Christians asking that. And uh, it, it's just an amazing thing how God has done this. Says, and our work has just begun as Christians to do what we're supposed to do in the kingdom of God. Yeah, you know, and you, you could look, I mean, if you had a chance to see, and we talked about in our previous program, um, if you look and see all the media, I mean, every media, all the way from CNN to Fox mm -hmm. and everything in between, they were convinced that uh, that Donald Trump would not be the president of the United States, that Hillary Clinton would be the mm -hmm. president of the United States. And they openly say, we just didn't believe it. We just didn't believe it. Now, just um, Varney on Fox Business News looks right at the campaign manager for uh, one of the people that was in his campaign uh, for President-elect Donald Trump and said, you know, I didn't think you were going to make it. And the thing about it is, if, if God did not move and answer prayers, he wouldn't have made it. This is just a God thing. And it's more like a Cyrus. You know, we're going to talk more about that in the future. Lance Walnut wrote a book called The Chaos Candidate. Mm -hmm. And a hundred years before... King Cyrus, Cyrus the Great, which his enemies called him Cyrus the Great, before he was even born, this prophecy came out, I believe it was Isaiah 45, you know, that, you know, this man was going to be born, it's going to be, you know, uh, Cyrus, and he's going to deliver uh, God's people and to a point to put them back in the places that they were, taking them from a place of bondage. It didn't mean that uh, all these, you know, biblically correct things, it just meant that God has a grace on people to do a certain thing. I mean, society would not even work you know, if there wasn't a grace on people's life. Not every law enforcement officer is a Christian. You know, not every soldier is a Christian, right? You were, that's right. I right? didn't. Yes. <laughs> you weren't yes. even saved as you came out, out of it. You weren't <laughs> saved. <laughs> I'm sorry. True. I know. But yeah. well, it's important for us to understand that because so then how huge. can the military work yes. unless there's a common grace yes. on society? When God puts a grace on a community, upon a nation, upon a people, upon a uh, our whole form of government. And sometimes, you know, Christians can get a perspective that's saying that, you know, everybody's got to be a Christian. Well, that's been our goal since day one is to win everybody to the Lord and let them find Jesus and get saved and get forgiven and get in the kingdom of God. But that's it's, just simply not the case right now. It's not the case. It wasn't yeah. the case for Jesus when Jesus himself was delivering his awesome message, walking on the face of this earth, you know, and we're delivering it now. He's delivering it through us, and it's not going to be the case. But God is totally, completely, 100% in control. And when you look at these returns and what happened, there's, they have colors for, you know, the Democratic Party's blue and there's colors for the Republican Party is red. And so whatever state goes to that particular candidate, they color it. Right. And it's like red. It's all the way across the map. It's just red. And uh, it's just an amazing thing. But it makes you want to think about, you know, God is, is, if a man prayed every day with Christians in the nation and he asks God to humble him? I mean, you tell me what Christians you know that are praying right now that God would humble them. People that are probably complaining about how things are. Mm -hmm. and, and we're all going to be humbled, but I don't see many, many Christians, uh, you know, saying, God, humble me. I mean, he says, you know, consider testing, you know, just trials as God's, you know, dealing with you and humbling you. That uh, it's so important to, to, to realize, my goodness, uh, anybody, that makes that statement. Humility is defined as total dependency on God and respect for other people. And he's, he's asking for it. And he God responds. That. I mean, it was the religious person who was walking up to the temple. 
when Jesus was telling how he feels and how he responds. And he looked at a man who was a sinner and he was um, on his knees beating his chest saying, I am unworthy even to approach. And then the, the Pharisee, the religious person, looks down on this, on this particular man and says, you know, I'm glad I'm not like him. And Jesus said, which one's going to be forgiven? Which one's right before him? And he said, not the one standing up, the religious person. It was the person who realized that in his heart he was wicked outside of God, that he needed God. And, uh, you know, I, I like what, you know, Ravi Zacharias says, that the day that you discover that the deepest parts of your heart is deep wickedness and that you need a Savior is the day that you quit being a question and start being an answer to mankind. Mm. Because God wants to forgive us. It's the ones who actually think that they are righteous in themselves that cause a lot, a lot of problems yeah. and the message going across, but we're righteous in Jesus Christ and right standing. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Daily Radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at VFNTV.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at VFNTV.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at VFNTV.com. VFN TV and the daily radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. Thank you.